0: it's Mo Egger. If you're a college basketball fan, you're going to love Long Neck Sports Grill. There are three locations in Northern Kentucky, Wilder, Hebron, and Richwood. Each one of them has 4K TVs all over the place. And at Longnecks, the sound is on for every big game. Plus, no place has a better beer selection, and the menu at Longnecks is awesome, but you've got to try their wings. No matter who your team is, you'll find them at Longnecks. This college basketball season, swing by Longnecks Sports Grill. Stay late, come often. All right, 25 minutes away from 6. This is ESPN 1530 on Egger The Xavier Musketeers are back in the NCAA tournament for the first time in five years. Runners up in the uh, Big East tournament, uh, falling to Marquette on a Saturday. But earning a three seed in the NCAA tournament, the Musketeers will take on Kennesaw State on Friday afternoon. It has uh, been a pleasure all season long to uh, check in on a, uh, I guess, a somewhat regular basis with the uh, head coach of the Musketeers, Sean Miller, who's uh, given us a few minutes this afternoon. I-, I can't imagine how busy you are, so I appreciate the time, coach. How are you?
1: Great, Mo. Yeah. No, love, love talking with you and glad to have, glad
0: to be on. Uh, go back to, to when you first started in coaching and things are a lot less digital and you're on a staff where you find out, maybe even when you're a head coach as well, and you you find out where you're going to go and who you're going to play. Now you've got to scramble and you got to watch VHS tapes and I don't know, steal tapes from opposing programs, that sort of stuff to scout as opposed to now. Where every game is available, everything is is at the the you know the tips of your fingers. You can probably break down Kennesaw State to degrees that I can't even fathom. What is it like now versus when you started during a time like this, when you're you're scheduling for an opponent that you didn't know until about six thirty yesterday afternoon?
1: You know, I'm going to give you a great story. Uh, in 1995, I was an assistant at Miami of Ohio with uh, both Charlie Coles. And Thad Mata, Thad and I shared an office. Uh, we, believe it or not, got an at-large bid uh, from the Mid-American Conference. We Ari- a great
0: team. Arizona.
1: Yeah, and yeah. ironically, Arizona was the team that we drew. <laughs> uh, Damon Stocks was on that team. And obviously, me being at Arizona for 12 years, I've talked about it with everyone, including Lute Olsen. And you think about it, they were, uh, I think, a two-seed all right, they flew all the way to Ohio, played in UD Arena, right? Played a 12 noon tip-off West Coast that would be 9 a.m. their time, and played us, who had already played a game at UD Arena that year. And we drove, we drove 30 minutes to the game. <laughs> wow. So, but anyway, to answer your question, Dad and I got VHS tapes. That's what you would have done, and him and I probably drank however many beers, stayed up to maybe. Four or five in the morning, having a time of our lives. We sat in the uh, players' locker room on watching a TV, and just plopped in, you know, videotape after videotape, trying to steal clips and times, and and uh, it was a much much harder, definitely a much longer process. But you know what what takes these guys in essence thirty minutes today, and may have taken us four hours, especially when two coaches are doing it, we didn't have any help. So, but we did that scout together. And I remember saying, you know what, Dad, we just did all that. We're going to drive to this game and they're going to beat us by 20. (laughs) And uh, nope, he said, nope, I'm telling you, I have a feeling. And sure enough, uh, we won it, which was an amazing game. I mean, even all the tournaments that I've been in, player, assistant, head coach, that's one that's near the top uh, just in terms of the euphoric feeling you feel with that much hard work and watching guys from, you know, Miami, Ohio beat Arizona, but I'm going to tell you, think about the advantages we had. It is really crazy. <laughs> so,
0: so you're telling me that the key to compiling the tape and having it ready for the coaches is to stay up all night drinking beer? Because if so, I could join your staff because I'm good at that.
1: <laughs> Back then, that's what you did. You asked me the question. <laughs> I gave. you the <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So um, I'm, I'm fascinated by that. So with uh, with the benefit of of having uh, everything pretty much instantaneously last night, um, you know, you, you, you do the watch party, you do all your media obligations. And then whether it's late last night or early this morning, you throw yourself into your opponent. What have you learned about Kennesaw State?
1: Well, Kennesaw State is a version of a number of teams that we've competed against this year, particularly in the Big East. They pride themselves with their pressure, man-to-man defense. They lead their respective conference in steals, forcing turnovers. On offense, they live at the free throw line. They drive the ball. And uh, they shoot a good percentage from three. They don't shoot a lot of them. And although they get to the free throw line a lot, you know, so far throughout this season, they've not shot a good percentage from the line. But I think that goes back to they are defensive-first, hard-playing connected group uh, on that side of the ball they remind me of Seton Hall you know Marquette a little bit on defense and a lot of the teams we played in the non-conference so as you know we have great confidence in ourselves because of the schedule we've played and the amount of teams and pressure that we've been up against all season long and we're going to rely on that experience on Friday
0: yeah, I mean, it. it we talked about it. it. It felt to me like who you played and how you played in November and December dramatically prepared you from what you faced in January, February, and March. And I've got to think that carries over not just to Friday, but hopefully beyond.
1: For sure. And I'm really uh, grateful that we're able to play on Friday instead of Thursday. Sometimes when you get to that championship game, especially in a conference like the Big East, you know, your team can get beat up. And, and, you know, and all I give Marquette a ton of respect. They're a very, very good team and they play extremely hard and they're playing their best basketball of the year right now. They beat us on Saturday, but we also just ran out of gas, Mo. I mean, I, I knew it midway through the first half. You know, we don't have a deep group playing three games in three days in early March, you know, favors the deeper team on that last game. And, you know, clearly we, we weren't ourselves. Uh, I credit Marquette. But when you go through that, we need a little bit of time to recover. And I, I feel like the extra day, uh, I, my hope is, will be very helpful for our group.
0: You, you talk about Saturday night, and Sule Boom picked a bad night to have have an off night. And you've relied on him so much this year. He's been so good. For my money, should have been Big E's player of the year. Obviously a first-team all-conference guy. do you you pull him aside and go, look, forget about it, mentally burn the tape? How do you handle for a guy who's been so good this year, him having a a performance like he had against Marquette?
1: No, for sure. I mean, uh, we've had that conversation uh, on the bus in New York, on the bus when we got back in Cincinnati, obviously very, very late. But uh, he knows where I stand. And I think he also knows where our entire team stands. I mean, the game that he had the night before against Creighton was one of the great performances on offense that I've had a player, you know, really accomplish. Certainly, with me as the head coach, I mean, he was unreal. And uh, and you know, sometimes that happens. And I think him in particular, he wore down. And uh, I'm anxious for him to get both feet under him. Just checking in with him today and uh, in our meetings. You know, I think our entire team is fresher and really, really excited for the tournament. Look, I'm so happy for our team. we got a great group of guys, Mo. I mean, you followed them from your vantage point. They've been through a lot, hasn't always been positive. And uh, for us to be able to get to the tournament again and for us to have the seed that we have, you know, our goal is to play well and, and hopefully take advantage of it. But I'm thrilled for Xavier, the students, and our program uh, that we could get back to March Madness.
0: Uh, while we're singling out individual players, let's talk about Dez Claude, because look, for for any freshman to play three straight games at Madison Square Garden, they're going to gain something from it. He not only gained from it, he was a major contributor. Give me an idea of what you saw from him across the three days in New York.
1: You know, Dez grew up in front of our eyes in the Big East tournament. He's really grown up since you know early November, and I've talked about it a lot. He's become an incredible defensive player for our team, can guard really virtually any player except the center. And that's, that's really a testament to him because Dez is young. He's uh, 19 years old, he's a freshman. You know, many times you don't talk about defense until they're older and wiser and more experienced. So I think it says a lot about his talent. And then on offense, you know, he has a way of creating his own shot. He's a very good ball handler and passer. And he made some incredible plays in the three games that we played in Madison Square Garden. And, and when you're one on, uh, on the all-freshman team in the Big East Conference, you're an excellent player. And we're thrilled to have him as part of our program.
0: Uh, I know you have a lot going on. You're very busy. Uh, I appreciate you joining me today and all season long. Hopefully you win two this weekend and we can do it next week. Thanks so much, Coach.
1: All right, Mo. Thank
0: you. It's the uh, head coach of the Xavier Musketeers, Sean Miller, XU, taking on uh, Kennesaw State on uh, Friday. That game tips off at uh, 1240. Uh, Musketeers in the NCAA tournament uh, for the first time since 2018. Sean Miller uh, has joined us intermittently all season long and has been awesome. I remember, I don't want to say this to make him feel old, uh, folks who grew up watching, like, World Series games during the day or or even when the NCAA tournament Thursday-Friday schedule was a little bit more compact, uh, I have memories of, like, the TV being wheeled in at school. And I'll never—95, Miami was in the tournament against Arizona. Arizona had had some recent first-round flops uh, and then won it two years later. I was in the 12th grade— Scott High School, and I cannot remember the teacher's name, but he was, uh, it it was, it was media. It was like what we did, like a fake TV news show every day. It was just, I was, I mean, class was fine. I was embarrassing. If those tapes exist, I would, uh, you could blackmail me with them. But anyway, I'll never forget uh, this. I had never been in a class where the TV got wheeled in to watch a sporting event. The only thing. We ever got to watch on TV growing up when I was a kid were space shuttle launches. And uh, maybe the teacher went to Miami or something, but he wheels it in. And I'll never forget watching Miami beat, I think they were still the Redskins at that point, watching Miami beat Arizona in the 1990s. I don't remember if it was Thursday or Friday. I think it was Thursday. I've been Friday. Regardless, I, I'll never, I'll never. That was a big deal. Miami beat Arizona in that uh, game that Sean just referenced, and so as he talked about that, when I, my my mind drifted back to being a senior in high school and watching that game on on TV, the NCAA tournament, Miami versus Arizona, when I was in the uh, the twelfth grade, and I do remember being played at UD Arena because that was the thing. Miami got a chance, as you heard Sean say, to go you know thirty minutes away from campus and play uh, play Arizona. UD, I don't remember being a 2.50. I thought it was a 3.14, but uh, my, my guess My guess is Sean's memory is is better than mine. It is uh, 13 minutes away from uh, 6 o'clock. John Calipari's show is uh, coming up at the top of the hour on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station. Hey, it's Mo Egger. If you're a college basketball fan, you're going to love Long Neck Sports Grill. There are three locations in Northern Kentucky, Wilder, Hebron, and Richwood. Each one of them has 4K TVs all over the place. And at Longnecks the sound is on for every big game. Plus, no place has a better beer selection and the menu at Longnecks is awesome, but you've got to try their wings. No matter who your team is, you'll find them at Longnecks. This college basketball season, swing by Longnecks Sports Grill, stay late, come often.